Aloha and welcome to Kapiko Podcast. We're coming to you from the Kapalama campus here on the Kamehameha Schools Hill overlooking beautiful Honolulu. I'm Kyle Galdera with KS Communications and we're, we have the pleasure of being joined today by Dr. Evan Beachy. He's the Senior Education Consultant with Ho'olau Koa dealing with education systems and strategy. Holy smokes, that's a mouthful. Can you, Dr. Beachy, give us a little bit of background about your title and and what what you do? What do you do with Kamehameha Schools? <laughs> um, yeah, it's def it's definitely a mouthful. Um, in many ways, I'm I'm kind of like the cleaner. Um, I do a wide variety of different things for the Kula. Um, one of the main things that I do is I'm the co-director of the Kealaula Innovations Institute, and the Innovations Institute. Um, is made up of principally what we do is we, we run a cohort program for uh, Kumu across the tri-campus system with the strategy of really empowering those Kumu with world-class practices, quote-unquote, student-centered learning, incorporating Hawaiian culture in a deep and meaningful way, project-based learning, real attention to the students' um, kind of social and emotional development and welfare. Um, so that program is a big part of Kealaula, and it is something that is fairly unique, actually, in the professional development world. In addition to doing that program, um, I also work as kind of a representative for uh, our tri-campus Kula as a whole. And what I mean by that is I, I get the good fortune of being able to work with some other schools, private, public, and charter uh, locally, to put on various events related to education, whether it's a guest speaker uh, like Ted Dintersmith or Tony Wagner or Antiku Kahakalao, um, or whether it's an event like we had recently called Many Va'a One Voyage, where a group of about 10 of us, a couple of us from uh, Kamehameha, um, planned this where we had about 70 people representing different organizations throughout the state that do professional development for educators. And we actually built a, a online systems map, a visualized systems map that allows you to very easily see and find um, who's doing what in professional development. Um, it's something that doesn't really exist anywhere else. So I do things like that kind of in the public sector um, and then a variety of other things depending on what the Kula need. Ho'olaukoa helps to support the entire tri-campus system. Um, and that's done in a variety of ways. So there's always something cropping up um, that I get pulled into. Okay. And talking about the way that you're, you're helping to change the way that Kumu in particular help educate our keiki, whether it be adapting to the way that Haumana learn, using social media and other interactive tools that might lead to better understanding of the things that are being taught. How do you help Kumu kind of, I guess the best way to say it is get on board, you know, with the, all the changes that we're dealing with? How, how do you approach that? Um, I think, well, you know, the idea behind Kiala to get Kumu involved, I mean, it really starts with the Kumu who want to be involved, right? And we try to take the ones that are interested in taking a risk, take the ones who are already trying new things and really kind of empower them. And, and feed them, you know, feeding the hungry, you know, keep them eating um, in hopes that they're going to be able to impact others around them. Um, 
you know, it, it's interesting, actually. We had a, a Kumu from our Maui campus who joined a cohort in the first year, and he was a self-described traditional teacher, right? A um, lot of lecture. And yeah. he was actually, like, he still is. He's an amazing, amazing lecturer. Just awesome, right? And a skill that you can't get rid of. I mean, there's a, there's a, a value to that. But he knew that... Um, project-based education, more open-ended, student-focused work, um, teacher relinquishing control of the curriculum and, and the classroom, that he knows that that's the way that things are going and that that's where the research points. And so he actually joined Kealaula because he wanted, to, he wanted to get on the wave. He knew it was coming. It made him super scared. And he wrote about that in his final portfolio about how nervous the whole thing made him. But just being able to take that risk, I think that that's, that's the approach. And then we try to maintain enthusiasm. Pilina is an extremely big part of the cohort program. Um, so keeping that enthusiasm and then supporting the Kumu in years following their participation in the cohort program is also really important because it just keeps the ball rolling and keeps the momentum going. That's, I, I like how you mentioned that, you know, riding the waves and not only that, but making waves too. That's something that we're really trying to do here at KS. And as as somebody who basically your entire day's work and, and weeks and months work is doing that, how do you deal with failure? Because it seems like when you try to make waves and take shots, you're you're bound to fail more often than if you're kind of being playing it safe and taking that traditional approach. So how, what is your approach to, you know, being successful and it's okay to fail because from that you learn and you move on. Um, well, that's a really good question. I think just personally, my approach is um, I, I think it's important. You know, people say like, you know, be comfortable taking risks, right? Um, but actually, I don't think that it's about being comfortable taking risks. That's not my approach. I think I, I, I look for risks, right? I actively look for risks. So, you know, I'm looking for the gnarlier, the gnarlier wave. Yeah. You know, I'm looking for something a little bit more dangerous. And I think that that's the way to approach it because that eliminates the fear factor from taking risks. And, and of course, failure comes with risk, right? But, you know, and we've heard it from a thousand people over the years in every different form, like you've got to fail to learn, fail forward and all those kinds of things. Um, but I think it's a matter of attitude. I think failing is a matter of like, I'm looking for failure. If I'm not looking for failure, then I'm not looking for learning because I'm only going to learn so much about, about something based on its success. I learn more about it based on the failure. So it's getting Kumu comfortable who are unwilling to take the leap or they're reticent. They're standing at the edge they're about to yield their, you know, turn the asylum over to the inmates in the class of let the kids guide the learning, and they just feel really uncomfortable. So part of what our job is to come up behind them and kind of like, you know, pat them on the back and then pat them on the back a little bit harder until they go off that ledge. Okay. And taking your concepts and your ideas to a, a broader level, I know with this Copico podcast, one of the things we like to do is share Native Hawaiian community building, education, different ways that the Native Hawaiian people are succeeding. And how do we share that with, we have a lot of listeners, not only statewide, but 
across the United States and around the world as well. So how do you take your concepts and apply it to somebody maybe in a different culture or didn't, a different state that want to apply what you're doing? What's the best way for somebody to approach that? Um, More from a conceptual level, not yeah, just yeah. native client specific. Yeah, I think, I think from a conceptual level, um, it's really all, all about, you know, talking specifically about this professional development program, right? Whether it's Kumu that are in a class or whether it's, you know, students in a classroom um, or whether it's a Pookula, you know, I think that it's, it's really about the student, the learner is at the core. So everything has to get built from the learner. So that's the one thing I would say that's the biggest kind of thing that can be done is just tying everything that you do back to is this what's best for the learner? Is this what's best for the student in the classroom, for the teacher that's developing this technique? And if everything's built around that, then you stay true to what we're supposed to be doing here in a school, which is to educate and help Hamana become incredible. Right. You know? So I think that's really what it's about. And it's about being a teacher, regardless of whether it's with students or adults or even you know people you supervise. Okay. And before we wrap up the Kapiko podcast today, uh, Dr. Irvin Beachy, can you let our listeners know about how they can find out more about what you do at Ho'olauko and, and some of the tools, maybe a website that they can use to find out more about what you do? Yeah. Um, to find out more about Ho'olauko educational systems and the different things that, that uh, we do there um, and offerings, you can go to the Ka'ipu Olono uh, Kamehameha website and see that there. If you want to find out more about the Kealaula Innovations Institute, you can go to www.kealaulainstitute.weebly.com. And you can also look us up, Kealaula underscore institute on Twitter um, and Instagram and Facebook, all the usual social media, because if you're not on the cutting edge social media, then 80% of the population is not getting your information. So we feel like it's really important to communicate um, with as many people as possible, especially the young generation. Awesome. And on that note, I want to remind our listeners that you can hear more about us on social media at Kamehameha Schools. And in addition to ksbe.edu as your Kapiko podcast home, you can also listen via Spotify and Stitcher. So we appreciate you listening. And for Dr. Evan Beachy, I'm Kyle Galdera. Take care. And until next time, aloha.